Hello everyone, welcome back to See the Sunrise. This is season two and episode 21. Seeing the sunrise is about seeing Christ in everyday situations. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33 and verse three, the Lord spoke to the prophet while he was in prison and he said to him, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Seeing the sunrise is an opportunity to see what God is doing behind the scenes. Sometimes his presence is not keenly evident, but I assure you, he is there. All we need to do is look for him. And when you find him, you will find that you can achieve a life of hope and contentment. Each week when I post a podcast, I try to bring to light from a Christian perspective, things that plague us, things that plague our world. My podcasts are based on the things that God has revealed to me directly as well as from individuals that I've had the privilege to interact with. It's important to me to maintain their anonymity, but also to provide guidance to anyone else who may be experiencing similar and same situations or circumstances. Everyone, no matter who they are, have had to face struggles in their life. And if they haven't already, trust me, they will. So why not be transparent and share these issues to help someone else or to minimize the effects it can have on them or you. My other goal is to be uplifting, to let you see that we have a God who sincerely loves and cares about us. He cares about our entire life. So COVID restrictions are being lifted and everyone is excited to get back to normal. I have a question. What is normal? <laughs> All of this pandemic and staying in place somewhat reminds me of the children of Israel and the things that God did through Moses to deliver his people from bondage by the hand of the Egyptians. There were so many complaints during the pandemic of what was perceived as forced captivity when I understood the goal was to keep people healthy and alive so that when this pestilence or this plague uh, found some sort of solution or cure, or cure, many lives would be saved. According to King Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes, there is nothing new under the sun. And if we follow in that vein, we will find that there are some parallels in scripture to what we're experiencing or what we've experienced during COVID. There were a number of things that would need to happen before the children of Israel would be freed from captivity. A number of plagues would be introduced before Pharaoh would release the people from bondage. It was one plague in particular that turned the heart of Pharaoh, which caused him to relent and to do what God had commanded, which was to let his people go. The plague of death of the firstborn, which Pharaoh himself uttered, and thus left many firstborn dead, men, women, as well as cattle, and all that lived, but for the ones who had the blood of the spotless lamb painted over their doorposts, they survived. Coming out of this pandemic, many did not return because they succumbed to the viciousness of COVID-19. Was this a plague rendered on the world because of their apostasy? I cannot say, but there are many who are not here on this side that didn't survive this disease. Everyone was eager to get back to normal and some refused to heed the direction of healthcare professionals. There were some who chose to ignore the guidance and were later found urging others of their unbelief and the horrors that the illness rendered on their bodies. And still, there were some who, because of unbelief or refusal to accept medical guidance, fell from the effects of the disease. But that's not what I really want to focus on. 
each person, I truly believe this, each person has to follow his or her own heart and do what one thinks is best for them. What I want to focus on is the aftermath, the return to normal. When the children of Israel were freed from slavery in Egypt, they found themselves in the wilderness. The Lord wanted to deliver them to the promised land, but because of fear and unbelief, they were left to wander. Additionally, they balked about their past and wanted to go back to what was familiar. They must have forgot how hard servitude was and how they labored long hours and how some didn't make it due to the harshness, harshness of slavery or captivity. Um, they must have forgot how they had to make bricks out of straw and how Pharaoh just continued to oppress them. We have been given a blessed opportunity to reevaluate our lives. After a year of isolation, we have a past that we can look back and ask, was my life fulfilling? And is this the place God wants me to be? It's an opportunity to make changes, to follow a new path, to walk in the path that God has designed for you. Some have decided to stay home and not return to work. They're going to stay home with their children and, and they're adjusting their budget so that their children can have, their, have the guidance and the care they need. Some have decided to embark upon new opportunities by becoming entrepreneurs, dreamers, um, things that they had put off because they didn't think it could be done. Some have even gone back to school to obtain new skills, things they had been putting off for some time. Now is an opportunity for new beginnings, a time to seek God for your future, to pursue him, to understand and to know your purpose. God wanted to give the children of Israel something better better than they had in fact and it was far greater because of the familiar but because of familiarity they were afraid to move forward you mustn't allow minor setbacks setbacks although covid was a major setback to stop you from advancing god knew and he knows what's occurring in the world today and he said that there is nothing new but he didn't say that your life would not change change is doing something different and in the case of life after COVID, maybe he's saying something better, a time and an opportunity to reevaluate your life, to take stock of what you're doing and where you are. Ask yourself, are you fulfilling your God-given purpose? Is there something that God has called you to do and you're afraid to take that step forward? Well, now is the time to make that bold step of faith into something far greater than you could think or imagine, if and only if you are moving forward in God's direction. Maybe God is telling you to let go of some toxic relationships, or maybe he's encouraging you to start a new career. Maybe he's telling you to focus on your children or your family more, or maybe he's telling you to become healthier. It's time to get out there and exercise and get rid of some excess weight, whatever those weights are. All of these are good and tangible changes that can result in a more fulfilling life. You just have to identify the steps and then do it. Identify that what you want to change and why do you want to do it? And be kind to yourself. Take baby steps. You don't have to rush and jump into anything, but when you have a plan, you, you can then follow that plan and you can see the successes and the achievements along the way, like a roadmap. So be kind and be gentle. You may find that positive change eliminates stress. 
allowing you to live as God had always intended for you to live, the abundant life. In his, in his word, he tells us, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Are you living an abundant life or are you just existing? Are you wandering around aimlessly, getting up, doing the same old thing every day and finding yourself distressed? You know, those are the kinds of things that uh, we would look back and say, that was normal. What did normal do for you? Did it make you happy? Did it bring you joy? God cares about your life, all of it. And when you put him in the center of your life, you'll be amazed at how trusting in him brings life-giving change. I'm not going to say it's not frightening and fearful, and I'm not going to say that it's going to be easy, but I'll tell you what, if God is telling you to do it, it will be good and it will work out for your good. We don't know how much time God will give us, but it's up to us how we spend that time. Whether we choose to remain stagnant and not see the blessings and opportunities God has laid out for us will only result in unfulfilled dreams and missed opportunities. I, I will be very transparent here and say that there are some things that God told me to step out on and oh my God, how afraid I was never really voiced it to a lot of people, if to any, if they really knew the magnitude of that fear. But I'll tell you, taking that first step was the greatest blessing I could have ever had. Yes, I'm looking at it from a different lens. I'm looking back at it. During that time, though, I can relate to how fearful making changes can be. But just think, over the last year, we were forced to make changes. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're still here and it turned out pretty well. So I encourage you, whatever God is telling you to do or that dream and that opportunity that you've been putting off, we don't know how much time we have, time to make those changes. I know there's some anxiety that accompanies change, but throughout scripture, we're being reminded not to fear, but we're reminded to pray, to be thankful, to talk to God. And that is when his peace comes because you laid it in his arms and he provides the wisdom and the wherewithal to accomplish his design plan, his most perfect will. I'd like to close this week's podcast with a few lyrics from a song by Quincy Jones. It was called Everything Must Change. I heard it by a singer by the name of Alita Adams. And every now and then I like to listen to it because it brings in the atmosphere of looking at life from the lens of clarity and understanding that Things will not always be the same. So let me read a few of those lyrics for you. He said, everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Everyone will change. No one stays the same. The young become the old and mysteries do unfold. Cause that's the way of time. Nothing and no one goes unchanged. There are not many things in life that you can be sure of except Rain comes from the clouds, sun lights up the sky, and hummingbirds do fly. Winter turns to spring, a wounded heart will heal, but never much too soon. Yes, everything must change. And then here's the portion of the lyric that I've added my own words. There are not many things in life you can be sure of except that our God is real. He is all-knowing and powerful, eternal, eternal, omnipresent, 
timeless and changeless, immaterial, personal, infinite, supreme, purposeful, moral, and caring. Yes, last year we settled into new rhythms and new rhythms create new inspiration, new dreams, and who knows, new possibilities. Whatever God is calling and leading you to do or away from, trust the rhythm that he's given you. You can rely on him to sustain you into new and unchartered waters. Until next time, God bless you and be sure to see the sunrise, to see Christ in your everyday situations.